When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, guys? My name is Hussein, and in this video, I want to talk about what happened on May 30th, uh, 2020, uh, that caused many services such as Ruko, uh, Stripe Payment, uh, LG TVs, all of a sudden just stopped working. And all of that because of an event that happened, essentially, specifically, a root certificate that is called Ad Trust External root certificate that expired at that day and you know what is the worst thing guys is that none of that should have happened even if that certificate is expired and i'm going to explain why most of the reason is because of a software bug and that's why i'm talking about it in this channel because we are a software channel if you're interested stay tuned so guys I talked about certificates in this channel i talked about tls in this channel i talk about all this stuff Check out the content in the channel to understand more. But in briefly, if I have a client here, a browser or a C-sharp app that want to take to a, talk to a web server that is hosting an HTTP protocol, and specifically HTTPS, so it uses TLS, right? How does the server identify itself so that the client can actually trust it. One way is to present it with a certificate, right? And uh, this is to prevent uh, man-in-the-middle attacks from faking requests, right? Because that's the only way to prevent man-in-the-middle attacks, right? We need for the server to actually provide a certificate that is being signed by someone else, usually it's called a certificate authority, that uh, this certificate says, okay, this is valid. And the client, once it, it finds this certificate from the server, it starts validating that certificate. And what does that mean? It basically takes uh, the public key of the certificate authority and tries to encrypt the content that is sent and then compares it against the content of the certificate being sent uh, by the server right and if it matches good that means that content has not been tampered with i trust hosseinnasser.com i trust google.com right and what happened here is you take the certificate authority which is a third party that that signed this thing okay uh, example is let's encrypt did you sign and many others, right? However, how do you trust Let's Encrypt itself? Let's Encrypt is a certificate authority. It's called Intermediate. And Let's Encrypt is an intermediate certificate authority that has a certificate by your own. How do you trust it? Same thing. The client is responsible of doing going up the chain. So, okay, who issued the certificate for Let's Encrypt? Or who issued the certificate for DigiSign? You go and validate that. And how do you do that? You take the parent public key of the certificate, the issue, who issued the Let's Encrypt certificate, and you verified it. And you do the same thing. And then you take that parent and you go up and chain until you reach what is called the root certificate, which is trusted by just everybody and this is there it doesn't have a parent right so and it is self-signed 
almost all root certificates, not almost always, all root certificates that are at the, at the top are self-signed. And you would say, okay, if they are self-signed, how do we trust them? Well, they are trusted by means of physical trust. So it means Microsoft or Mac OS, they or Firefox install those root certificate on your operating systems. Things like add trust, things like things like DST root CAX3, right? You can go into any certificate, click on the padlock and go up at the stack until you reach a root certificate. So there are many, many, many root certificates on the planet, okay, guys? And it's just not one. And here's the bug what happened on May 30th, okay? The client who validate those certificates... You need a library to validate, right? You can write it your own, but who does that these days, right? You have to rely on some sort of a library that validates that. The browsers have a library that that basically validates, right? And OpenSSL is a very popular library that validates. And how does it do? It goes up the stack like that. It just goes up all the way until it finds the root certificate. And that's it. It stops like that. It assumes linear. And that's the bug. That's the problem. And uh, Ryan Sleevy here, and, and I'm quoting his tweets. Uh, I'm going to reference his tweet uh, thread. Go check it out. But essentially, that's what happened. OpenSSL assumed there is always going to be a linear up into the root. But that's not the case. There are many, many, many certificates that uses mesh. They don't rely on one single root certificate. That would be a disaster, right? You have to go up and and essentially funnel and find other root certificates that are valid and that was the bug when add trust whatever it's called add trust external ca expired right despite that root expired there are other root certificates that are still valid but since since the OpenSSL just goes one route and finds that it expires it throws an error. And if it throws an error, you cannot establish a TLS connection. And when you cannot establish a TLS connection, what happened? You, you, you disconnect the T- TCP connection. And when you disconnect the TCP connection, you're, you cannot send any requests, right? And that's where everything falls apart. And that was the bug. That small bug of validation caused all this panic. And here's what happens next, which is even worse, in my opinion. People have been checking in thousands of commits to disable verification altogether. Oh my God. People are freaking out because, hey, people are yelling. Customers are yelling. How, what do we do? Disable verification. And when you disable verification, what does that mean? That client just just do uh, verify equal false. You can you can do it on any any application. You can just add that check, which is the most dangerous thing you can ever do. But we don't have a choice. People need to work until they upgrade their OpenSSL to the latest version. I'm I'm gonna reference the correct version. I I don't know which versions are actually fixes that. But the worst thing you can do, guys, is to disable verification because now what? If I carried out a man in the middle attack, right? Uh, I can I can sniff everything, right? Because you're not going to verify that. You're not going to verify my certificate. If I somehow intercepted your request, your TLS handshake client, hello, 
hello, I'm going to respond back with a, uh, with a server certificate that is mine, and I'm going to pretend to be the server for you. And I can even decrypt, I'm going to just pretend to be a TL, TLS termination and then connect at the back end. And, and just, you, I can completely blindside that and pretend to be uh, the server. And that's very dangerous, obviously, guys. Obviously, getting a man in the middle attack is not as easy these days, but still possible, right? All right, guys, that's just a quick video. I'm going to reference the diagrams that you can see them here. I'm going to reference all the resources that I uh, uh, just read about that. But it was a very, very interesting story to follow, right? And if you're running into this... Uh, Follow uh, Ryan Sleevy. He uh, he has some recommendation of what to do and what library to actually pick up in order to upgrade that thing, and and make sure you have the correct version of OpenSSL. And he's also he's also recommending another library that I forgot what it's called uh, to verify your uh, uh, your TLS uh, certificates and other stuff, guys. Quick video today, and uh, I'm gonna see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome. Goodbye.